All right. Good morning to those of you in the West and good afternoon to those of you in the East for this week's uh, Level Up uh, series. I am super excited to speak to our guest today. Uh, our guest, Mr. Tom Kaiser, uh, is the CEO of Hootsuite. Tom Kaiser joined Hootsuite as CEO in July 2020 when founder Ryan Holmes moved into the role of chairman of the board. Tom has over 30 years experience as a global business and technology leader. With a proven track record of transforming companies, prioritizing to realize value, and a passion for making things work better, Tom has a history of building teams and clearing the path for them to do great things. He excels at scaling a business through hyper-growth, placing an equal focus on people and on the customer experience. Prior to joining Hootsuite, Tom spent four years at Zendesk as COO, where he helped build the company into a $9 billion plus publicly traded company, uh, a, a, the leader that it is today. Before finding a sweet spot in uh, SaaS, uh, Tom held top roles in both operations and IT at a major retail finance and tech companies, including the Gap, L Brands, Ernst & Young, and Cap Gemini. Tom is a father, a husband, a traveler, an avid reader, a long-serving board member of Big Brothers and Big Sisters, a sports enthusiast, a fisherman, an art collector, and most impressive of all, of all I think, apparently has a pretty decent jump shot. Tom, <laughs> from, from San Francisco, good morning. Hey, good morning, Gary. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, listen, we're uh, we're super excited. Uh, we, we 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 you know we know as a group there's such a a massive movement to uh, social media, and I mean you are literally at the forefront leading that social media uh, movement. I know that Hootsuite has been recognized as one of the world's most widely used social media platform, and uh, we're really excited about just hearing your thoughts on it today. But before we start, maybe you could just jump in and just give us a. A, a quick once over on Hootsuite and and what it does, uh, what it actually does for those of you that maybe don't know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Hootsuite's a, a 12 year old company uh, now founded in Vancouver, a uh, little over a thousand employees uh, globally with about 600 uh, in Canada between Vancouver and Toronto. Uh, we've got uh, a little over 213,000 paying customers uh, on, on our, our site that we're we're honored to provide capabilities and services to, and we have over 18 million uh, users that have wow. used our product and you know are some part of our freemium uh, offering. Uh, and what we provide is a tool set that helps businesses and organizations navigate uh, social media, uh, giving them a kind of a one-stop shop on all of the different social media platforms, deeply integrating with those platforms so that they can easily publish, uh, they can easily listen, and they can easily react uh, to their customers and a whole lot of analytics that help them uh, navigate how to optimize uh, the work that they're they're doing. We're a horizontal platform, so we, we've created these world-class capabilities that are available for the, you know, a single proprietor business uh, all the way up to the largest businesses uh, in, in the world. Uh, it's a very dynamic space. It's, uh, it's been super exciting for me to get involved in this space. I knew it would be dynamic, but I really uh, I had no idea what I was getting in for when I got into this world of social media. Uh, and, and it's really exciting. Well, I think you guys, I think you actually really started off as a user and a fan as well, because your days, obviously, yep. uh, where you came from before at, uh, yep. at Zendesk. Uh, tell us about that, because, you know, I think you've been on the record uh, quoting that Hootsuite and the use of social media was incredibly uh, powerful in, in the growth of that operation. 
Yeah, Zendesk, Zendesk is a customer service, uh, customer experience software um, founded roughly at the same time. And that when I joined Zendesk um, uh, almost six years ago now, um, uh, Zendesk was roughly the same size as uh, Hootsuite is now from a revenue and from an employee base. Uh, and, and we we went on a tear uh, of, of, of growing from a $200 million company to a billion dollar revenue company uh, over that, that period of time, which was super exciting. And a lot of that was about evolving the, the idea of what customer service and the importance of customer service was to the overall uh, message of the business, of, the, of how you communicated your message uh, to the business, how you brought sales and marketing together and really took customer service out of being a, con- a, a cost center and this thing that you had to do, but you didn't re- really want to do, and turn it into a really valuable conversation uh, that could be a sales opportunity, that could be a marketing opportunity, that could create a better experience and build more loyalty. And part of what we were doing there was upping our game around uh, brand awareness, uh, and we were doing uh, doing a good bit of that with with Hootsuite. Well, and you know what? We're going to jump in and talk about a lot of things today. That brand awareness and the ability to use social as brand awareness is is probably, you know, in my opinion, uh, still uh, vastly underutilized and, and such an opportunity. Um, before we look forward, let's sort of look back a little bit. Uh, March, March of last year, we're all talking about the the pandemic, the global pandemic. Yep. And of course, you know, someone like you spent your life traveling, you know, uh, all over North America, I think. Uh, that's really changed. Uh, many things about you and about how you operate. Has it had an impact on the use of social media? Are we using it more than ever before? Have we seen a big trend in consumer habits? Yeah, it's, um, I mean, I think we all know we're using it more. I, I think you get your little report each week of yeah. your your usage of time on your phone and it's staggering uh, <laughs> how, how much. Um, our, all of our studies show and reinforce that. We do a lot of, we, we put out several annual studies and uh, we've seen a dramatic increase of usage of social media platforms because people want to connect. Uh, people are, you know, they're they're in their homes, uh, they're away from their family, they're away from their friends. They want to connect, and the social media platforms, while all different, uh, are ways for them to connect. So the usage of social media has has skyrocketed. Our, our last report that just came out in January showed that over half the world's population is on social media and active. Uh, and we're also seeing that really every age group is uh, is equally represented as, as well. And so the 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 tendency has been to think of social media as a young person's platform and innovation on social media to be mm. uh, for young people and for businesses to really market and talk to uh, folks on social media, uh, treating them as young folks. And we're seeing, uh, you know, a significant amount of baby boomers, uh, you know, Gen X, Y, and Z all uh, on social media, which is changing the way businesses are having to think about how they're leveraging uh, social media and the, the messages that, that they're using. Um, but the usage is up. We're also seeing the innovation uh, on social media increasing as each of the platforms are, are competing. Uh, we're seeing, you know, obviously here I'm in the U.S., I'm in San Francisco. We just went through an election where social media was front and center uh, in the election for better and for worse. Uh, right. We're seeing a lot of interest from from governments uh, around regulating, around the, the search for truth. Um, there's just a tremendous amount of innovation uh, and change going on in these platforms, which is exciting 
for us, representing you know hundreds of thousands of businesses and organizations and governments uh, that want to navigate these platforms and feel safe and feel comfortable representing their brand and having dialogues with uh, with customers. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting because as I was saying to you in the green room before the start of the show, um, you know, I think I'm I'm fairly engaged in social media, and as I was prepping for this call, I realized, oh my goodness, we are we are we are dropping the ball. I mean, where the value of social media in our in our lives, uh, both uh, personally but but mostly professionally, is is profound. Um, speaking about social media today, guys, any of you that are tuned in, uh, if you have any questions, like always, please send them in. Uh, Dave will look at those questions and make sure they uh, come across the screen so we can ask those questions that are most helpful to you too, uh, Tom, and also as all. Always, uh, any social media comments, postings, tagging, we are going to send out at least 50 of these Saving Social Books. Really, really good book, easy to read, uh, written by the founder and chairman today of Hootsuite, a Vancouver guy. I met Ryan uh, several years ago in a, in a quiet social setting. Just a wonderful guy and just an incredible uh, leader. So super excited to send that out. And what's that been like for you, Tom, you know, sort of uh, transitioning into a a you know, a very large organization right now that was primarily founder led for a lot of years. Is that a, is that difficult? Is that something that, you know, that's been a challenge for you? Well, Ryan's a great leader. We, we, uh, this is my third founder uh, that I've, I've actually worked with and worked for. So I'm, I'm comfortable with working with, uh, with founders. Um, the, the weird dynamic that we've, we have is we've never actually met. (laughs) <laughs> we, wow. everything's been done via video the my my recruiting and interview process uh the onboarding process and obviously since i started we've been in a pandemic so it just hasn't been possible to to meet which you know you you figure out how to to build connection and trust uh through that but it's just it's a little odd it, it you know yeah. it's a little but he's a great guy he's been very very supportive clearly a visionary the the vision it took to to put this thing together and to create such a iconic brand uh and uh, a set of values and a culture and a company uh and launch it the way that it has and the success the company has had is is all a testament to to him and his vision and leadership and he's an innovator and you can see that in the book as mm, as he digests sure uh some of the big challenges around social media and the opportunities and what that can uh, can actually uh, mean so it's great having him in my corner he's the chairman of our board uh we interact frequently um uh, but from a distance <laughs> yeah yeah well you know what uh incredible it's but it just has really demonstrated to us in the last year of just how much more uh we can do and and how everything in our world has changed and it was you know uh, obviously, um, you know, highlighted in these last 12 months. So right. maybe I can just ask you for, you know, maybe I can just ask you for, you know, a blunt assessment to anyone here today that is saying, well, I'm too old. I'm in my fifties. I didn't grow up. I'm not using social media. I don't have, you know, any social media accounts. I, I don't know. It's too complicated. I don't need it. I do business the old way face to face. What would you say to those people? You know, I, I think you're missing uh, a tremendous opportunity, and and you're you're likely losing market share and not not necessarily recognizing it. Uh, you know the the tools and the evolution of social media from really just being a place where people like us met up with people that we were interested in or that we had a previous connection with and shared 
um, has evolved really rapidly uh, over the last handful of, of years. Uh, and the amount of uh, listening uh, that you can, the amount you can learn from listening, uh, the targets that you can create, geographical targets, preference targets, to really connect into communities of people who are interested in your product or your idea. Um, it, there's not, there's no other place like it. And the pandemic has accelerated not just the use of social media, um, but also the the passion and the interest of people uh, on on social media and the thinking on social media to to bring together this perfect storm where events aren't happening, uh, traditional kind of advertising and connection points. Um, you know, the way that people have watched and consumed TV uh, has mm -hmm. changed dramatically with streaming and really eliminating a lot of advertisements. And that was just illustrated as, you know, for all who watched uh, the Oprah Winfrey interview yeah. with the Royals, it's like, holy cow, like watching TV with commercials is awful. You know, <laughs> it's just ter it's terrible. Uh, and so these classic and traditional ways of which brands of all sizes have connected with uh, their 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 community, their their customers, and their prospects uh, has been completely appended. And everyone is on social media that you want to reach. Uh, businesses are on social media, consumers are on social media, and so really putting deep thought into how to connect, how to participate, um, how to represent your brand, which can be scary. Some of these sites are terrifying uh, of how quickly things can spin out of control, which means you've got to uh, stay on it. But you can do this with relatively few people when you're leveraging power, powerful tools like like what uh, Hootsuite provides. Well, it's interesting because there's been a, a I think it's a 20 year report or something, but it's been an incredible report. And uh, I think it's cited in, uh, in something I read of Ryan's as well, but it's the Edelman Trust Barometer Report. Yeah. And in that in that report, it says, you know, people grant their trust on two distinct attributes. Number one, the competency. You have to be able to actually deliver on the promise and do the job, right? right. But number two is the ethical behavior and doing the right thing and working to improve society. And, you know, social media now is the prevailing platform for expressing, exploring, and, and vetting, you know, individual and company uh, values. So, you know, having said that, I mean, it's interesting because anyone who is not engaging and not learning it right now, um, you know, it is having a profound impact on whether people are choosing you or choosing to do business. Any comments around, you know, sort of uh, those two items, competence and ethical behavior? Yeah, I think, you know, it's... Um your, your values end up showing through pretty clearly on, on social media and, and, and you, it can be defined for you, um, you know, when, when things go uh, awry um, or, or you can be out in front of it and, and be your real, uh, your real self. Um, and so it, it's, it, I think it's really important. And unfortunately, you know, a lot of us, including me, you know, learn by fire uh, and a lot of time that that fire is uh, a social media misstep in some way um, uh, that that creates a, a misinterpretation of what you're trying to to represent so i think being super clear on your values and you're seeing a lot of of companies including our own going back and revisiting the values and the principles of their companies 
and saying, are these enough for the times that we're in today that really articulates what we stand for that's authentic and is real and actionable for our employees, for our customers, for our stakeholders to really understand who we are and where we, we stand. Um, we're all experiencing a, a younger uh, workforce coming in that expects that of the businesses that they're a part of. And they're coming in with the mindset around they want to work for companies that share their values. And they also come in with a perspective completely different than the workforce that I came into where you you, you came into the workforce and you conformed to the values of, of the company. And if you didn't agree with those values, you left. It didn't occur to you to uh, speak, yeah. speak up uh, and say, I don't agree with this. Uh, you just moved on as opposed to uh, the younger workforce is coming in with uh, I don't agree with this, I think we should change this perspective from every level of the business. Uh, and so companies need to be dynamic uh, in, in how they they think and uh, address those so that they can truly be, by being clear on what those values and principles are, they can be true to those and represent those uh, out. And social media is such a great tool for that, but it can also expose you if you're, uh, if you're not clear on that. Well, it's interesting though, I can expose you, but it's it's interesting because years ago when we had a new value proposition and we wanted to tell somebody or share some good news with somebody, uh, you know, we pick up the phone and it would take us a long time to call our customers, right? Days, yep. days, weeks. Now we just simply do a, a post online. You know, there was a, there was a, there was a recent episode and, and it was also referenced in the homework uh, talk about Elon Musk and, you know, he made the critical faux pas last year, March 6th, early days of the pandemic, where he said the coronavirus uh, panic is dumb. And I mean, here's a guy who is beloved. This guy is a maverick and the social media, the social media community took him to task in a very, very, very short uh, period of time. So much so, and, and this is the power of it, where I don't know what it was at Tom, maybe nine or 10 days later, he came out and said, whoa, I was completely wrong. He absolutely yeah. owned it. He said, I'm so sorry. And he actually worked with uh, the mayor of New York and said, we're going to now actually build ventilators with you. So yeah. very, very good expression of, of how you can communicate. But just like anything else, we're going to do and say dumb things once in a while, make mistakes. So the key yeah. with social media, I think, is my takeaway from this is that you have to be very honest and very, very truthful and vulnerable. And, yeah. you know, when you make a mistake, own it. Yeah. Yeah, it's tricky. I mean, uh, especially on some of the sites, there are um, there's a, there's a lot of opportunity for the sites to pick up their their game around um, like who's on the site uh, and what, what they're using the site for. Um, there is a lot of misinformation on the site, and there's a lot of trolling on the sites uh, for all kinds of uh, reasons. Many that or beyond uh, any of our understanding. Yeah. Um, so you've got to pick what's important uh, as well when you're in those dialogues, especially when you get in those firestorms as to uh, what's important to you, what's important to your, your brand and, and company. But no, that's a great example. Elon Musk welds tremendous power and we're seeing that in the stock market right now, mm, just with yeah. the, the slightest of statements around a company uh, around all of his positioning on Bitcoin uh, or on his own companies. I mean, he swings markets and that's a very, it's hard to measure what that influence is uh, worth, but we see the power of it when it it's potentially used for uh, uh, something negative or, or, or a misstep uh, along the way. 
Yeah, absolutely. So when we talk about social media um, assets, uh, and you know, obviously there's all the obviously the LinkedIn, the Instagram, and the Facebook, the the new and latest and greatest is TikTok. Um, I'd love to hear your thoughts around uh, that. Is 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 you know is are we expecting to see a lot more? Is one better than the other? Does one need to? And I'm thinking from a a franchise owner in in a in a in a community in in anywhere in North America, you know, us Canada. Is there a platform that at the very basic one or two or three, in your opinion, they need to be on? Yeah, I mean, it really depends on your your business and, and what you're trying to accomplish. Facebook has built a tremendous um, set of capabilities for small businesses to really uh, advertise into their communities and to advertise into you know active Facebook participants that are in those communities. So, so it, it's a really it's a simple and it's easy tool set that's that's very uh, very powerful. Um, you know, we live in a day and age now with how e-commerce has evolved really rapidly, and you know, Shopify fantastic Canadian company is enabling uh, a lot of this brands, local brands, local concepts uh, can go global very, very quickly and be enabled by technologies very quickly. And you're seeing uh, small brands. And I know I see here, here in San Francisco constantly small brands that will try a concept out and then very quickly go global and they'll leverage um, perhaps some of the bigger um platforms not bigger than facebook but more globalized uh platforms that reach more people so instagram has turned into a, <clears throat> a really powerful tool set for for brands and for products that um have a, a, a more universal set of capabilities like i love tom petty you know god <laughs> bless his soul and yeah. so Insta instagram follows me around with whatever you know, concept of Tom Petty is coming around and I invariably hit the button and buy it and Shopify is underneath that. Some brand person has come up with a cool t-shirt or some cool product and they know and they're they're targeting me and I don't know where that is or, or what it's doing, but it's a small business that's up, up underneath that. TikTok has demonstrated, you know, how quickly uh, taste can change uh, in social media and how quickly you can build a, a really dominant platform uh, if you uh, if you put the right technologies, the right innovation, the right algorithms to, together, they created a very very sticky platform. That initially, you know, we made fun of our our teenage kids over, you know, they were using it, they were creating things on it. It's turned <laughs> into uh, a, a you know an e commerce platform. Uh, it's turned into a marketing uh, platform. Uh, it's it's turned into a really innovative. Uh, money-making machine uh, and it just demonstrates how quickly uh, a really thoughtful approach uh, and something that people value and uh, enjoy can turn into something very very large very quickly and disrupt platforms I think the uh, you know we're 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 waiting to see what becomes of Twitter and all of this Twitter right. has been kind of the the place where you know everyone comes to you either be a part of community and share or to shout, uh, but it, it's a it's it's been a it's it, it's a quite a mix of a place. It's where you go for the news, you know, mm. in a lot of ways. Um, but it's been a place that has been um, less um, successful with businesses, and you see that in their ad dollars. You know, businesses you got to listen of what to what's going on on Twitter about your brand, about your product, and respond to that. It's very much a platform 
uh, of complaints uh, that you need to be on 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 top of. Um, but what are the services and how can it be safe for businesses? I think it's it's still in front of of Twitter to to figure out for businesses, and they've been primarily focused on community uh, or individuals and individual connections and so forth. And there's just platform after platform right. that have different right. specialized set of, of capabilities. And I think the power of a product like what we have at Hootsuite right. is it allows you to try things like it, you don't have to make a giant bet. You can make right. a really light bet and you can try things on different platforms from one content, uh, from one cockpit, from one set of content and see what's most effective for your business. Well, that's exactly where I was going. It's, you know, people go, oh, I don't know. How do I know? How do I communicate in all of them? And who are the major ones? And I mean, you guys deliver that product. You solve that problem, right? Yeah. You know, I mean, so it's it's great. So certainly we'll go into more of that. It's interesting because um, we talked about sort of the, the use of social media now, 4.2 billion people on the planet, right? Half the world's, more than half the world's population. And I would estimate, so if you just say that's 50% plus, I would estimate in, you know, sort of, um, you know, where the where the myths of people aren't using it frequently would be the sort of like the third world, you know, uh, you know, countries. Um, but it must be much higher than 50% in, in sort of Canada and the US. And the reason why I make that point is there again, just I want to drive the point home on how vital it is to get and start using social media. And, and the other last point that I'll make for your comments on here is that you can start simply by just entering conversations, right, uh, that other people are having. Um, yeah. You know, so I'd like your, your sort of thoughts around uh, those comments. Yeah, you know, to, to your last point there, I, I think, you know, we, we've, uh, on our Hootsuite site, you can go through, a, there's all kinds of research and training capabilities, but a, a big mistake that we see businesses make um, is not listening uh, and truly listening and being thoughtful about where to participate in a conversation, uh, as opposed to trying to kind of muscle in and manage and lead uh, a conversation. And it's really important um, that you understand the nuance of of that if you're going to make really relevant and useful connections on on social social media um it's just a very different mindset than the traditional advertising mindset at an event or you know on tv or in a magazine where you're you're pushing a bold statement out and you're not really open for conversation these are real conversations that are happening with real people mostly uh out there yeah. on these sites uh and if you're going to be relevant and you see great examples and you see terrible examples out there you've got to really listen and be thoughtful and and thinking about your brand and what your brand stands for and what your company and what your company stands for as to when and how to participate to be helpful uh, and to be uh, be authentic, which I think is is really interesting. I think if, if you look at the global population of you know of who's using uh, social and how they're using it, it's definitely different around the world. Um, but you you do see uh, in different uh, different company or countries how the evolution is taking place differently. Uh, and we've seen this kind of over and over again. We saw this with as cell phones rolled out and then as smartphones rolled, rolled out, uh, as the internet roll, rolled out. Um, you know, you can skip steps uh, along the right. way, which allows you to create different kinds of experiences and value uh, 
um, in uh, in different different markets. And so the social media platforms have a role uh, in doing that. And you're seeing them turn in, turn into all kinds of commerce and payments uh, types of plays, healthcare plays, all kinds of things like that. But you're also seeing the messaging platforms, you know, dominated by WhatsApp. But but there's all you go country by country, especially in Asia Pacific and in Africa, you can go country by country, and there are dominant messaging platforms where everyone is. We you know we think of like from the U.S. texting was was where we started, and many of those countries they're starting with a messaging platform, and the commerce uh, and the exchanges with the companies that they do business with look a lot like and feel a lot like the same kind of conversations that they're having with their friends uh, and with their family. And you're seeing financial and banking kind of functions arrive there. You're seeing all kinds of travel uh, oriented things arrive there. So messaging platforms along with these social platforms, depending on where you're doing business in the world are, are super critical for businesses to be plugged into and platforms like ours or, you know, who are working with global companies uh, have built all of those connections and continue to try to stay in front of the next ones that are coming up so that those capabilities are are available to, to businesses and organizations. Yeah, I just want to remind everybody that we're giving away 50 copies, guys. Send in your uh, comments or, or questions. Incredible book. Uh, David, there was a question that uh, you sent me a couple, but one was around uh, AI and bots. Can you put the question on the screen, please? Just tuning in, would love perspective about how the networks are using their AI for misinformation and what people can do to protect themselves. There are many cases of the bots banning accounts. It happened to me for no reason as a result of their AI deciding something you said was against their policy taken out of context. Of course, protecting your social media asset is key and having a backup plan uh, is crucial. Any comments for uh, Brittany, who actually runs a very, very good uh, social media uh, marketing company? No, it's a great question. I think for any of us who've been active on social, we've tripped uh, a, a bot and been banned at some point. It happens uh, quite frequently on Facebook. Um, I think, you know, what we're seeing is the um, uh, how far these bots have to go uh, to be effective. Um, you know, if you assume positive intent from the from these these platforms, the platforms are trying uh, to step up their game. And we've seen this pick up in the last six months around um, uh, as much as possible, making sure that the content on their sites uh, is, is factual. Um, and it's a, it's a somewhat impossible task, um, but there, there's danger uh, in the misinformation that is out there on those sites and how that misinformation uh, as being consumed uh, and believed. And this is where we're seeing governmental regulations starting to come in as place. But all of the platforms are working on kind of what those rules are. The rules are of engagement. Uh, there's there's manual labor and there's bots going into uh, trying to um, uh, navigate this and make the, the right decisions. And frequently they're making kind of yes, no decisions on specific types of content. And that's what uh, a lot of us will get, uh, get wrapped up in, you know, I, there's no good and easy way around it. I think staying informed because all of these platforms policies are continuing. These are living their, their policies are continuing to change uh, and adjust. Um, 
And, you know, all of these platforms allow for, you know, you can set up as many IDs as you want. And that's frequently the workaround that you right. have to do. When you yeah. get banned, you just move to uh, another ID. Another, another ID. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I, I would imagine that this is going to be, it, it's going to be a bigger and bigger issue, you know, over the next few years uh, until the platforms are really defined uh, around uh, and have a, a much clearer uh, point of view around this. And I, some of this is the point of Ryan's book as well, as we're still, you know, for these platforms to have grown to the size they are and have as many of us out there communicating the way they are, we're still in early days, even though we're a decade into this, it's still early days of what these platforms are going mm. to become and how we really build trust, how we really build confidence uh, in the in the content that we're seeing on them. Yeah, we're going to uh, jump to that, actually. Uh, chapter three, Trust Through Transparency, uh, in, in uh, the book that we're going to be giving away today. Uh, there is five pro tips. And if you're okay with Tom, I'm going to read all five pro tips that uh, the book speaks of, that Ryan speaks of. And yep. I would like I would like your thoughts on, on these tips, because I, I thought he summarized them incredibly well. So yep. the first pro tip, uh, talking about Trust Through Transparency, is own your narrative before the media or somebody else, another company hijacks it. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, this is a difficult one. Um, and because this is, you know, these social media platforms are live. Um, you're living in real time. Um, and so it means that to, to own the narrative, you've got to be out in front of it, but you've also got to have the tools and processes in place, the listening in place to something that's spinning up uh, about your brand or product that you can uh, react uh, quickly. Um, and, you know, you go back a decade, every large company had a crisis management set of processes that went along with their communications. Uh, and those processes, you know, were in days, they were measured in days and weeks as to how you responded to things. Uh, in the world of social media, you know, it's minutes. Uh, and, and, you know, things, things spin up uh, very, very quickly and can spin out of control very, very quickly. And so you've got to have plans and you got to practice uh, mm -hmm. those plans uh, to be able to respond to them. But that means you've got to be listening to the platforms uh, and, and paying attention to what's going on uh, around them, or you'll wake up a day or two days later or a month or two months later and wonder where my business went uh, and a bad review happened and someone piled on that, or maybe there was some misinformation from a com competitor that mm -hmm. came after you and has had a material impact on, on your, your business. And you see that, you just see that kind of thing happening over and over again. Mm. So you've got to pay attention. Yeah. So you've said a few times today in this call so far, uh, listening, 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 yeah. and that's so valuable, right? And so a small business owner, they're listening by obviously participating, being on there, but also having somebody internally, obviously, that is, you know, monitoring, you know, those those channels. Is, is that sort of the first line of defense? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, you want your like, you know, you want your employees uh, out there on the sites and feeling like they're brand ambassadors as well. Uh, and they can be eyes and ears as well. But the, the tooling is there and is it is uh, it's more sophisticated than ever to help you mm -hmm. with that. Well, I'm super lucky that way because I have the very, very best, you know, team across the country and they're all active and we do lots yeah. of sharing. So thank you, gang. Uh, the second um, sort of uh, pro tip is know your position in your tribe. Don't try to be all things to all people. Find your audience and make them yours. Yeah. This, and this is about, you know, being, um, you know, I think as, a, as if we think about how social started and how the big brands entered, um, they thought about it kind of like uh, big media before radio and then TV 
uh, and then email, you know, you're blasting your message out to the world. Um, and I think that's proven to be pretty ineffective. Um, mm -hmm. uh, and so the idea is to be much more targeted and you, there, the, what you get on social media is these creations of these communities of all different types of interest. Um, and these communities are powerful uh, in that, you know, people are uh, actively participating and sharing and learning uh, from each other. And if your brand or product can find uh, these communities and participate, not blast them, but actually participate, add value to the, the conversation, um, to be honest about uh, your, your product and what it does and doesn't work. Um, there's a, a loyalty that comes along with that, that we've seen you know, business after business be super successful uh, with um, in building their, their, their business. Um, and it can help you really identify the problems that your business really needs to solve uh, as well, as opposed to uh, maybe the, the belief that you had when you started your business of what you were, were solving. It's how do you evolve that? Yeah, it makes so much sense. Uh, the uh, third pro tip is walk the talk. Social media has greatly expanded our ability to share and to access information, which has sharpened consumers' bullshit detectors. This has resulted in backlash for brands who don't say what they do, uh, then do what uh, then do what they say. You want to comment yeah. on that because it goes back ties right back into the uh, the Edelman uh, trust barometer, right? Of ethical behavior and doing the right things and actually delivering on your promise. Yeah, I think I mean you're going to get called on it uh, if if you're not uh, if you're not true to to what your your brand says for it. Even if you're true to it, you may get called on it uh, as people disagree with. Uh, the the values that your your business uh, stands stands on um, and yeah it's uh, it, it is it, it it's it's the beauty of the platforms the the platforms right. are about connecting and communicating and you're not always going to like what you're you're hearing they can be very supportive and it, that can feel very good but you're going to get criticism it's <laughs> going to be uh, it's going to be direct, uh, and some of it's going to be super helpful and and useful. Um, and and frequently, and you know, I've had to learn this as I've stepped deeper into social media. You may not agree with it, uh, and you can state your uh, what you do believe in, but entering into the argument against someone else's beliefs as to why that's different uh, is uh, is quicksand uh, as well. And so you've got <laughs> yeah. you've got you've got to find the right balance on how to engage in. Uh, in the conversation and recognize what you can do, which is stating what you believe in and standing behind that and admitting if you're wrong or if you miss, misstepped, um, but not necessarily uh, debating someone else's reality and their belief. Yeah, yeah, it makes so much sense. Uh, uh, fourth one, empower customers with data and information. Consumers are smarter than ever. And if you don't treat them as equals, they'll also go elsewhere very quickly in a heartbeat. Yeah, this is, I mean, we've seen this coming for a while, like, you know, the, the businesses that we interact with, like each of us individually each day, especially if we have been a customer for a while, we expect them to know us. Um, we expect them, no matter if you're talking to a salesperson or someone in a store, um, someone in marketing, someone in customer support, you expect your data and your interactions with that brand to be front and center of the person that you're talking to. And you really don't care which department that data is stuck into. And we saw that, you know, from traditional e-commerce online, 
uh, and as that moved to mobile and as as um, uh, as as things evolved uh, from a customer service and from a email and from a messaging standpoint, and we're seeing that evolve now across the social platforms as well. People expect with the businesses they interact with to know them. Um, people e expect um, innovative ideas to come from that data back to them. And so social is uh, another gigantic channel um, where you can even gather more precise information. So you can be more specific uh, to uh, specific customers, not just targeting them, but being able to answer their questions uh, and injecting things of, of value to them. Yeah, excellent. Thank you. And then last, we sort of talked about a little bit. We gave the example of uh, Elon Musk, but, you know, he says, fess up when you get it wrong. We all make mistakes. Yeah. And you gotta, you need to do it quick, too. There's just no... Right. It, it, and it's it's hard, I think, you know, and, and, you know, the if you look at the way companies have traditionally responded or not responded to making uh, mistakes, it, it's hard to own up to those mistakes. And to take the pummeling that you're going to take uh, with it, but ultimately, uh, it, it it reinforces um, that you're you know you're you're a company made up of real people, and that you've uh, you've built your company around values, and sometimes you make mistakes, and uh, you're going to own up to them, uh, and and that helps kind of reinforce loyalty that can uh, that comes from your customers. I want to make a comment on what uh, Tom just said. The first thing he said, and do it quick. Boy, I explain yeah. this to people all the time. I can't tell you. If you get caught in a crossfire or a debate or you get caught in, in any social, you know, uh, you know, challenging conversation, I say to our team, sprint towards the problem. Don't just yeah. say, hopefully tomorrow, a day or two, it'll cool down, it'll go away, right? Even if you solve the problem, if it's a week or a month or three or four days late, even though they might be happy that you solved it and found your way, you're still going to do immense damage because you didn't respond quick enough. You've inflamed the situation. Right. So, I mean, that is so valuable on social. And if you are getting into a social, you know, debate or argument, or you're being, you know, piled on, at least have your voice with vulnerability and explain your situation. At least you can be heard. They can make right. decisions otherwise. So I love that point. Be quick. Yeah. yeah very yeah. good. So, so Tom, Talk to us about the world's changing. It's changing in business. We see this huge movement, uh, you know, of uh, the empowerment around female leadership. We're 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 learning faster than ever before of just, uh, you know, uh, how much this uh, this market has been uh, underrepresented in in business for for years. It's terrible. Um, I know you just recently did uh, a talk. Uh, we're talking about social transformation, but the roles of leader. And I know you just did a very, uh, what I understand, uh, uh, engaging talk around uh, the power of the female leadership uh, on LinkedIn. Can you tell us your perspective on that? A little bit about what you talked about. Yeah, you know, in in tech, um, you know, I've, I've experienced this since I, I got to San Francisco. The world of of tech is is very male, um, and. Uh, you know, and it, you see it at kind of every level uh, of tech. And tech's been working hard uh, at trying to uh, balance this, but uh, moving way, way too slowly. Uh, this uh, Hootsuite role uh, that I'm in, the CEO role, this is my first CEO role, um, uh, which allows me to shape some things a little differently uh, than the roles that I've been able to do previously. And, you know, my 
you know, it's, I'm pretty simple uh, about how I, I, I try to put together problem statements, but my simple problem statement is, you know, half the world's women, right? <laughs> like half, half our business should be, should be female. Uh, and so, and, and trying to lead by example uh, uh, around that and, you know, working hard as I'm building out my leadership team to, to get representation uh, of female leaders. I've had the benefit over my career, like my first boss uh, of, of my first job after, after college uh, was, uh, was a black woman. Uh, and, and so I've had the opportunity to work for women my my decade plus in retail apparel retail it was you know 65 to 70 percent women so i've had a real opportunity before coming into tech of, of having a different experience and so um i i'm you know i'm not making it a big deal but it's it is a significant part of 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 my leadership approach is building out teams and being uh, uh a uh, a well-represented um Team, so that we've got the right perspectives around the table. And so the conversation we had last Friday, and we're trying to do one each Friday, um, was with uh, some of my executive leadership team uh, leaders uh, and having a conversation around women in leadership and where we are and what some of the big challenges are. Uh, and uh, it was with uh, our chief people officer and our head of, of global sales. Um, so a really great conversation. We have one coming up this Friday with um, some of our younger female employees, and we're trying to do this more globally as well to really um, really just have a good open dialogue uh, around the challenges that they see uh, in the workplace and in their experiences uh, and uh, how they're approaching it, how they're overcoming it. Um, and in each of these conversations, I come away with so many learnings. Um, and it's, I think, you know, and, and you're seeing a vulnerability and uh, ability to listen out of leaders right now, like never before. And I very much want to, to be a, a leader like that uh, uh, as well. Yeah, I think we all do. And I think we can all do uh, a much better job. Uh, and I know that, you know, your talk was, I think, on International Women's Day to uh, as well. So uh, congratulations to uh, to all the women. Um, uh, you know, uh, just celebrate International uh, Women's Day. But that's really cool. That's something I think are really moving, you know, uh, um, the industry, the world is moving, you know, so much more forward now. And it's about time. And I think we're all really excited about it. Um, okay, a couple more things as we sort of, uh, you know, wind down the, the last few minutes. So, and it's, it's, it's about leadership. So talking to, you know, people, small groups, small companies, big companies, is there a couple, you know, like tenants, one, two, three things that you think leadership looks like, like how do you define leadership from your perspective? Yeah, it's, it's evolved as I've gotten older. You know, I, I came up through the consulting ranks where, you know, I was solving problems uh, with blunt force, you know, driving thing, driving changes to resolve some, some set of problems. And so as I've stepped into executive roles, I've, I've had to learn uh, along uh, the, the way I mean, to, to me, the, the big thing about a leader and being a credible leader is, is being able to listen uh, and listen really, really carefully uh, and to be able to identify kind of what the problems or obstacles are for the organization to accomplish what it needs to accomplish and getting those out of the way. You know, it, it is, it's that. Uh, if, if you start doing that, you build credibility 
people are able to do their jobs, they're able to hit their numbers, they're able to do the things they need to do. And that buys you the right to then be able to start really laying out the strategy of where you want uh, to go. But it's, you know, it's as simple as identifying the problem, hearing the problem, not solving the problem you think, but solving the problem that your people can see in front of you, getting it out of the way and clearing the path for them to go be able to do great things. Yeah, excellent answer. I, it's so important, uh, you know, that listening skill. It's You've heard the adage many times, we have, you know, one mouth and two ears. So there's, there's a reason for yeah. that. So we listen twice Absolutely. as much. And it's really interesting to hear you talk about the the need for listening online as well and uh, via social. Uh, absolutely incredible. So, so Tom, um, what do you read? So when you look for personal development, what is Tom Kaiser, who's running this huge organization right now and is in the, the, you know, ground zero for deployment of social media communication, where do you get your personal development um, from? You know, I've been fortunate. I've, I've worked in quite a few places. Uh, I've, I've got a lot of, of friends and colleagues and former bosses that I stayed connected uh, with. Um, that's kind of a constant source of, of free feedback. I'm married to a person who uh, has been a chief people officer in multiple companies, and she has no hesitation of providing me feedback uh, really quickly. I've got three teenagers. They provide very direct feedback. Yes, uh, and then I, I read a lot. You know, I wake up early. I, I read a lot. I, I, I listen to podcasts. I, I think you can't be a leader, especially in the space that, that I, I'm in right now, without being in kind of a continuous learning and a continuous questioning, uh, quite frankly, of, uh, of the things you're focusing on and then the way you're leading uh, your, your, your company. Uh, there, there's, there's, no, there's no arrival where you're done. Uh, it, uh, it, it never, it never ends. Um, yeah. Yeah. So let me ask you, this is, um, is, is sort of online real estate going to be much, much, much more value than, 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 than sort of real, you know, uh, sort of bricks and mortar real estate and business going forward. I mean, obviously we've seen a prolific spike this year. I'm getting right. 15 packages a week delivered at my house. One year ago, <laughs> my wife, Kelly, didn't know how to, you know, order online. Uh, right. I mean, how valuable is that space? I mean, how important is it? Like, it's not too late to get started because you said we're still early days in your opinion. Yeah. But I guess the better question for you is if I'm sitting here and I haven't done a very good job, how do I get started today on social media? Where do I start? What do I do? What's the low hanging fruit? Yeah. Um, I mean, from a social media standpoint, like one of the things that we have built out at, at Hootsuite is a Hootsuite Academy. It's like a little certification Ooh, yeah. process where you go through some training and you can get yourself certified. And, you know, we, we see that happening at in high school classes. We see college classes picking that up and Hootsuite becoming part of college uh, programs, uh, it's out there, it's available, um, and, and people should should take advantage of that from a, from a kind of a, a guidance and getting your brain really thinking and getting you on the platform. Our platform, like many SaaS platforms, is a free try and buy, so you can go set up your own free instance uh, and go to town uh, on our, our platform uh, and to really get a, a look and feel for it as well. But to answer your question, you know, e e-commerce um i think you know if we think about the delivery services that move from um kind of a, a nice to have a, a restaurant delivery grocery delivery uh to moving to 
kind of near a necessity uh, during this pandemic while we've been locked in our, our houses. I think that will only continue to evolve and, and be disrupted as you try to, there's really all companies are trying to solve the convenience factor of how can you take friction out and make things easier uh, for, for people and how do you create a better experience? And while Amazon has a massive lead uh, on everyone uh, and Shopify has a massive lead from kind of the underpinnings of small business, there's still tons of room for disruption and creating better experiences. Technology is evolving. Uh, platforms are evolving. Uh, the use of data is evolving. All of our, how we interact with technologies and work it into our lives is evolving. There's, there's enormous opportunities to continue to disrupt. Wow. You know, uh, what a very uh, interesting conversation today. I can't thank you enough, Tom. It's, it's, you know, it's interesting because we know social media is intimately being integrated uh, into the, every fabric of, of our life. And we know that there's this mass global recalibration going on right now. And to speak to you, and I'm going to personally take this clipping and, and, you know, sit by myself and go through it and just take the, the steps away. Uh, a couple questions we didn't get to, but, but that's okay. Um, I'm going to, I'll be giving away these books, guys. You'll be seeing them in the mail. Uh, on behalf of our entire team, all of our listeners, the Level Up series, uh, and our sponsor, our sponsor to the program, First National, just an absolute great partner in the Canadian uh, financial landscape. Um, I, I just want to express to, to you and your team for helping us put this together, Tom, how grateful we are to have you part of our program today. Thank you so much, Gary. This was a ton of fun. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. And what I'll get is I'll get you to, uh, to stay on. Uh, just a very quick shout out, guys. You're going to see some lead up stories coming to it. Uh, two weeks, we have Brittany Hennessy. Brittany is the best-selling author of Influencer, also really, really uh, targeted around building a personal brand in the age of social media. She's co-founder of the Carbon August, an influencer education company where she creates uh, courses, provides coaching, and produces events to help influencers of all shapes and sizes build their brands and business. And if you guys haven't you know, sort of identified uh, over the next few weeks. It is really our focus on really getting all of you engaged and using and becoming better at social media. Uh, look for that free program at Hootsuite, that uh, that uh, free try and buy. It is an awesome platform, guys. It makes it so simple rather than navigating three or four. So with that, thank you to my agents, my owners, my offices, lenders, partners, suppliers, anyone out there we're broadcasting to, and most importantly, to you, Tom, and the group, uh, the gang, all of you at Hootsuite. Thank you. Have a great day, guys.